pick the three most important platforms that are important to you visibly, which would be, let's say, Facebook, Instagram, and whether it's Twitter or LinkedIn, just pick three. Now, if you know in due time you're going to need more, I, I recommend registering that social media name on all the platforms that you want to, even if you're not going to use them at the moment. But it's I think it's very important as you build your brand, you get these things set up. And once you do all that, I think your business will now be in a position and in good shape to be presentable to your customers and to anybody you're going to be doing business with clients and all those people. So you're in a good position. I'm Raphael. I'm Cecil. Welcome to Family Man Building the Brand, the podcast that explores what it means to be a father, husband, and a businessman. Join us as we talk to entrepreneurs that are winning at home and in business. Join us as we talk about their journeys, family life, and tips for success. What's up, family? Welcome to another episode of Family Man Building a Brand. So today, we're going to be talking about business foundation, the five steps you need to know to start a business. When we started our e-commerce business 13 years ago, this was a checklist we wish we had. Today, when we started our business, we were able to get it right. But back then, we just couldn't figure it out. So we just had to do things the way we thought they were supposed to be done. But eventually those had some consequences. So if you're starting a business, make sure your foundation is strong. Make sure your foundation is right. Now we're going to dive into it. The first two are interchangeable and you can do it in any way, shape or form, or could even do it all in one step, but we're putting it separately. So you understand this. The first is you need to get your EIN with the IRS. You can go to the irs.gov and remember this is free. When you type in irs.gov, Normally, it's the first one at the top of the website, and don't try to click on any other links. It needs to see irs.gov because there are other websites out there that could pretend to be that, maybe .com, and people click on them, and things might happen. You don't want them to happen. Right. So go to irs.gov, click on the link that says for EIN, and follow the steps. Once you go through that, and you've gotten all the information, please make sure you save the paperwork that they give you on your computer, Dropbox, Google Docs, save it in a, in a, in a safe space and somewhere where you're able to easily access it because you're going to need this information in the future. Now we go to step two. This is registering your business entity. You register your business entity at the state level. Now, like I said, we did this about 13 years ago for Royal Dynamite, didn't do it the right way or didn't do everything the right way or followed due process all the way. But here we did it again for this particular business, the family man building a brand LLC, and we were able to do it. But make sure you consult with your CPA or get legal advice on the type of business. So now there are five types of different business entities. We're not going to get too deep into all of them, but I'm going to let you know which ones are they. There's the sole proprietorship. There is the LLC, there's a corporation, whether an S-Corp or a C-Corp, there's a general partnership and a limited partnership. Like I said, please make sure you consult with your CPO or get legal advice on which entity is going to be necessary for your business and your tax structures and, and things like that. Now, once you figure all that out, it's time to get your business registered. You're going to search, do a name search for your business at the state level to make sure nobody else has that name. Once your name is available, you can register your business with, like I said, your local CPA or online. You can do it with LegalZoom, Inkfile, or Taylor Brands. As you're registering your business and going through 
the process, one of the important things that you're going to need is a registered agent for your company. So for us, when we started Royal Dynamite, we did not choose a registered agent because we didn't even know what a registered agent was. And as a result of that, we got into so many, we, we, got, we got into a lot of trouble. Let's just put it that way. When we finally chose a registered agent, we still didn't know what it was. And as a result of that, weren't getting the necessary information to flow through to us. So yearly we were getting dinged and we were getting penalties and fees from the IRS because we weren't getting the information we needed to get from that registered agent. So you want to make sure you choose someone who is trustworthy, someone who has a business setup that's going to be enable you to make sure you get the right information, right documentation when you need to have it. So now once you've done all that, you've gotten your registered agent, you're able to register your LLC, you have your business name. To get your business filed, you need a few things in place. You need a name and an address for your business. So when you're filing that, I would highly recommend you get a business address and not use your home address. Now, if you have no other way, and I'm, I'm really speaking to probably person who's starting as a sole proprietor, small business, one man show, because for bigger corporations, they already have a physical location, which is their business entity, and they can use that address. But for you that's starting from home or anything like that, do not use your home address. Nothing's wrong with it, but that information becomes public and you don't want to put it out there. So I would say get a virtual address online. And one of the easiest ways I could say right now, type in ipostal.com. And obviously based on your local area, your zip code, you're able to get your virtual address, which you could actually use to get your business registered. Make sure you have a valid email address. We're going to dive deeper into that a little later. Again, make sure you have your mailing address for your principal office because you're going to ask you for that information. Again, the name and address of your registered agent. When you use these online options, they can give you the option to choose them as a registered agent. And I would trust them and you would get all the necessary information that you need. Now, for Ralph and I, we are a dual entity member LLC. So it's the two of us and we want to make sure we have our name and address of each of the organizers. So we have that information in there. Like I said, make sure you consult with what information you put in this stuff because you do not want to make all this information public to just anyone. Now you choose your type of business and your type of classification. So if you're opening an e-commerce store, a brick and mortar store, you want to choose that. And based on that business classification, they gave you an NAICS number. That number is going to be very critical for you as you in, in a lot of different documents as you open bank accounts and as they classify the type of business that you are. So it's very important for you to know what type of business you want to be and what type of business you might need to avoid when it comes to funding and building your business credit and things of that, of that sort. So that number might be affected. Now, once you've gotten all your paperwork together and you've done all this and you fill out all the, all the information, any other information that would be needed for your articles of incorporation or organization, you would go ahead and put that information in there, review the information properly. And once you're done, make sure you have a form of payment, depending on how you apply, whether it's paying someone physically or whether it's paying with a credit card, cashier's check or money order. You want to make sure you have a good form of payment to go ahead and pay for this and get your business set up. And now you are the proud owner of your own business. And once yes, you're sir. done with that, you're going to take this information and now I'm going to head you over to Ralph so you can go open a bank account. Of course, man. Cecil, once you got the, the entity structured up, now it's time to open up the bank account. So welcome to step three 
opening a bank account. First, especially for all startups, look at online banks. We started off with a brick and mortar bank, but as we moved along and as things became more technological and efficient, we moved with online banks. Some great options are Bluevine, Capital One, and American Express. Capital One is really good, in my opinion, just because you open up a bank account with them will then open up the window and doors for business credit down the line. And Capital One has some really good credit cards. Of course, with Amex, you can't lose. So those are two key online banks that I would definitely look into. And Bluevine is really user-friendly. Okay? Now, yeah. you'd go in and look into local and credit union banks. Okay? Credit unions are going to be great for startups as well, too just because of their regulations and they don't require much for you to keep the account open, okay? Local banks, if anything, we're going to look at more community banks. But if you are going to be looking at a local bank with much branches, we'd probably say for you to go with Chase. That's one of the big three banks that we've dealt with personally that are very good with, that have been very good to us and are very good business credit-wise as well too, okay? Once you pick one, make sure you have all your documents ready. So listed those in step two, but you want to make sure you have everything, including the information from step two and the money to fund your account. Sometimes it's not much, but there are some minimums that the banks require you to have in there. So that way they won't charge you monthly fees. Okay. Some of those documents, again, that was listed is your EIN, your articles of incorporation, your operating agreement. If it's applicable, especially if you're in a partnership, your NAICS number which is your classification code. Banks are normally going to ask you to classify your business right then and there, but if you already have that, it'd be great. And remember, you don't want to mix your personal and your business accounts. No commingling of funds. Keep your personal bank account yeah. separate from your business account. And from there, we're going to move into step four. And step four now is going to be setting up your permits, insurances, your licenses, and your payment processors. This key, guys. This is done at the state level, so you want to make sure you check with your local state to see what permits or licenses are required to operate within that state. Okay, for Royal Dynamite, mm -hmm. we had a sales permit or AKA a seller's permit, and with that, we used to have to file quarterly taxes to the Franchise Tax Board, the FTB, which is now known as the CDTFA, the California Department of Tax and Fee Administration. Again, depending on where you're listening to this from, it may be different in your state, okay? Also, make sure your insurance is intact. For me, especially when I got into franchising, I had to get insurance on the actual locations, the actual restaurants to cover me for liability in case of any loss, fire, water, wind damage, whatever it is, and actual damage and, and issues with my employees if they were hurt on the job, workers' comp and things of that sort. If you're opening an e-com business or you're online or you pretty much don't have much liability, insurance may not be necessary for you. But if you are going into yeah. more of a brick and mortar space or you have employees that are working through a brick and mortar space, make sure you have your insurance up. Okay. Next is setting up your payment processors. This is how you're going to be able to collect payments for the product or service that you're selling. Okay. We started with yeah. PayPal. I suggest that you start with PayPal. It's free and has access. It embeds into a lot of different online platforms. You also have Square and you also have Stripe. Okay. Stripe was really good, especially with working with websites. So Stripe is one of the, one of the online processors that we definitely implement. And I'll pass it back over to you, Seth, for yeah. step five. 
Yeah, definitely. Like Ralph said, you need your payment processors. And once you get all that set up, then uh, this step is, I'd like to consider an additional step that I think most people overlook, but I think it's very important that you have these things. You want to secure your domain name, your email, and set up all your social media. Now you've completed registering your business. You have your LC, you have all that good stuff. You can go to GoDaddy or Bluehost.com and make sure you get your domain name registered. Because I think, imagine ABC company registering their business only to find out that abc.com is not available. And now you have to add abcd.com just so you can actually register, get a domain name. You want to, most people like to get their domain names to match. I mean, not all the time because you can get a business name XYZ and then your domain name is going to be ABC or whatever, but you want to be able to make sure you get that registered in time so you can get to secure the name that you want. Another important thing is business email. I think it's very, it's a very professional, in my opinion, when people email you from their business name, let's say Cecil at abc.com. There's a lot of credibility that goes with that. And most people think you have to go through GoDaddy or any one of these complex places to do things. You don't. You can actually use Gmail. So let's say you have your Gmail, Cecil at gmail.com, you can go into the Gmail platform and you can Google business. There is, can't think of the name right now, but there is a platform, which a gateway, which allows you to actually use that to then register a business email. So which would then be Cecil or contact or info at your business name. And it links to that original Gmail account that you have. And I think, like I said, It's very important for credibility. It's very important for you as a business to present yourself from day one in a very professional manner. Once you've done those things, do not forget you're building a business and you're building a brand. You want to make sure you secure your social media. Quick example for me, I registered my name, See Me Fly Online as See Me Fly. Months later or maybe a couple years later, I decided to change it and add something to it. When I tried to come back to secure that, somebody had already taken the name. So I have to put an underscore on my lane, on my name, which is, it, it it's kind of irritating sometimes, but this is a branding mistake most people make. So please go online and register all your social medias. I would say pick the three most important platforms that are important to you visibly, which would be, let's say, Facebook, Instagram, and whether it's Twitter or LinkedIn, just pick three. Now, if you know in due time, you're going to need more, I I recommend registering that social media name on all the platforms that you want to, even if you're not going to use them at the moment. But it's I think it's very important as you build your brand, you get these things set up. And once you do all that, I think your business will now be in a position and in good shape to be presentable to your customers and to anybody you're going to be doing business with clients and all those people. So you're in a good position, right, Ralph? Yep, of course, man. And I wanted to piggyback off that, Seth. I know you drew a blank when it came to the Gmail uh, email setup. That's actually Google Mm -hmm. Workspaces. So, and it it has changed. So uh, once you're logged into Google Workspaces and you create an account there, you can now link your domain there and create an email using your domain via Google. Then you will just use a Gmail app or Google in order to log in and check the email from there. So yeah, this has been great. These are your five steps to starting up a business. This is your host, Raphael and Cecil. 
Uh, this has been a great episode. Hopefully you guys yes. learned a lot from this. Make sure to subscribe. Make sure to follow us on whatever platform you're listening to us on or viewing us from on and leave us a review and some feedback. We'd like to know if this information has been impactful and we take your feedback and implement upon it. Once again, this is Family Man Building the Brand. It's always been great. Until next time. Peace. Definitely. That's it for today's episode of Family Man Building the Brand. We hope we left you with a ton of value from this episode. If you like what you heard, feel free to leave us a rating and a review. This helps our show gain traction with other listeners just like you. You can join our community by subscribing and following Family Man Building the Brand on your favorite podcast platform. Remember, we're family and together we build.